ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. As usual, I'm excited about our guests and today is no different. My guest is Nancy Soleri and she is of the company Living Full Out. And Nancy is uh, in California, which I love, one of my favorite places, and I think in, in a beautiful part of California, as I recall. And I'd like to welcome, first of all, welcome you, Nancy, to the show. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Thank you. You're most welcome. Now, before I start, I just want to mention something that I always forget to mention on my podcast, and that is that because this podcast is all about building relationships in business and relationships that last, I wanted to just tell my audience that there is um, a free uh, gift for all of you on my website. It's called the seven step formula to creating business relationships that last. And I invite you, my listeners to go to janisporter.com, scroll down to the bottom of that first page, and you'll see the opportunity to download that seven step formula. And I know Nancy has some um, uh, elements in her business that kind of uh, are similar to mine and I hope to get into those a little bit as we go forward but I just wanted to mention that um, because I always forget so thank you for allowing me to do that and Nancy um, I want to tell you a little bit about her she is an amazing woman and I don't know Nancy really just um, other than we've spoken a couple of times uh, as after she reached out to me about the podcast Nancy is an um a seasoned radio host, so a lot more together on the on the recording side than I am. She's been doing it for a long time. But Nancy has an interesting story. She has faced many adversities in her life over the years, and I would say is a survivor. And through her coaching business now, she shares her tools for success with her audiences and coaches people around um, getting over things that they've had to deal with. Uh, she, she has altered her career path many times based on situations in her life. And um, rather than letting things bother her, she has learned how to uh, overcome those obstacle, obstacles and turn them into successes. And that's what I find amazing about you, Nancy. And I wanted to just ask you, to maybe share a little bit about your story um, that brings us to where you are now in, in the short version because I want to spend so much time on what you're doing. Well, thank you for that. And, you know, so many of us have early childhood hardships, and it might be of different kinds. It might be bullying. It might be 
divorce. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I had a series of things all before the age of 16. Uh, one was domestic violence in my family. And, you know, it's definitely not every childhood dream to call the police on your parents. <laughs> that was not a dream of mine. Um, I also had to watch my sisters and my mom kind of battle their own um, moments in life, my mom with breast cancer, my mm-hmm. sisters with eating disorders, and it's really hard to be the person that's watching other people in pain. And then, you know, the kicker at the end there was at age 16, myself and my two sisters who are older than me, we were all diagnosed with an eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa, called RP. And that is a degenerative condition. So although I'm in my 40s now, um, you know, it's it's decreased so much so that it's hard to see faces, it's mm-hmm. colors are gone, definition is gone, and and so there's there's that loss. And so that was a really a lot to handle before 16. And then, that. you know, you know that that's kind of the early years, and then it goes on. But I'm not sure how far you want me to go. Well, I, what I'm what I'm interested in is how you had through dealing with your medical condition your eye uh, vision loss and which i understand now is is you know pretty um um major um you've had some really interesting jobs um along the way and how you've been able to uh, so what from what i see you worked in television and i'm a I'm a uh, um, um, pop culture person, so I love the fact that you were on Good Morning America doing work there, working with Entertainment Tonight. Um, were you there just out of curiosity? You see, I'm just like a, a, a pop culture junkie. Were you there when Mary Hart was there? I was there when Mary was there. Uh-huh, yep. He would have been the epitome of Entertainment Tonight because that was its prime, right? Early on, it, it was amazing. It really was, yeah. You know, I got to witness Mary Hart at her best. I got to witness Joan London at her best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just uh, to see these icons was really amazing in my early career. Mm-hmm. Then, then I think you did, you were a singer, you were a realtor, and now a successful business owner. And all of this while dealing with a serious um, sight loss that was happening to you. So, my goodness, how did you uh. do it all? Well, you know, it's interesting because when when dealing with a health condition, there's health conditions that are external, like you can tell somebody has a challenge, yes. and then there's the internal. And I don't know which one is better because the external, in some ways, people know you might need help or, or might be aware of what you're going through, but the internal is a little bit trickier. So, you know, for example, reading the teleprompter, Internally, I knew I had this eye condition and it became harder to read, almost like the words were kind of flip-flopping or I could only see so many words in a sentence. But I didn't want people to think that I couldn't read or that I couldn't do my job. (laughs) It was just I I couldn't see it. You know, or when I was performing one time on stage and it was a really dark venue and that's when night blindness started to come into play. And mm-hmm. I remember st- literally almost stepping off stage and it would have been like an eight foot drop. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I didn't, but it, it made me very nervous. And 
then even in in real estate when I was a top producer in real estate in Southern California did my job really well in terms of negotiating and just making sure that my clients were happy but it became a little bit more tricky as my eye condition changed and I was in real estate for 13 years so as it changed it became harder to see paint colors it became yeah. harder to see cracks in the foundation let alone ultimately having to give up driving because the lines on the road started to disappear. So it was tricky. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, I, so much so that I can't really imagine because I've never had to go through it, but what it's done, I'm, I'm sure is it's, it's, well, I know it's given you so much wisdom around things that people need um, need help with that they don't realize like it, it for me it's like okay somebody who's had the adversities that you've had brings to the table the fact that when somebody like if you're coaching somebody and you know they're complaining about something that seems so trivial to you really because of what you've been through and yet it's the most important thing in their world at the moment so and how you turn that around for them or help them turn it around I should say well, pain is pain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pain is pain, frustration is frustration. And it's, it's interesting, you know, I wonder sometimes what Nancy would be like if I had 2020 vision. <laughs> I wonder what that, that journey would have been in terms of compared to what I was on. But I actually, you know, it's interesting when you have a health condition or when you go through any crisis in your life at all, I, you either become your worst best friend or you become your best best friend and you become your worst best friend when you allow negative self-talk to clutter your mind you become be, start doing toxic behaviors and and that's not treating yourself great I think I became my best best friend because I I started to have like internal dialogue with myself of and it's okay, you're doing the best you can, or Nancy, they just don't understand, or, you know, they can't see what they can't see, which is what right. I can't see, right. Right? right? And so, and so I think for everybody in your audience, you have a choice to be your worst best friend or your best best friend. And mm -hmm. I, I hope that everybody goes that direction. And that's a good lead in actually to talking a little bit about um, living full out. And on your website, you say that it is a way of viewing your world, your circumstances, your goals, and your life story as a springboard to success. And I'm just quoting on from your website because you say, um, uh, anything is possible with the right mindset. Embrace it all and keep moving forward. So I have to ask you because that's such a great philosophy and it is all about your mindset. That's where it starts. Did you have... Um, a coach or guidance that that brought you to this or was that strictly from yourself that you just that is a great great question so I would say the inner workings the inner compass of it all came from me but I would definitely say that there were people in my life that guided me along I remember when I when it became harder to see the computer screen nowadays I look at the computer screen it's just this blank white screen but I remember back at a time I was using some low vision software called zoom text 
And the person who did low vision aid support said, you know what, Nancy, I think you should really learn this more advanced program called JAWS. And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't want to learn JAWS because that's, that means I'm getting blinder. <laughs> you know, I don't want to use the white cane because then it's real that I'm losing yes. my vision. But, you know, the people that took a stand for me to learn that sooner than later, they really guided me in a positive direction. I was grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time early, early on in my uh, media career, I was working with a trainer and he said to me, you know, Nancy, this, you know, you have this gift, you know, that you can't see, but you have the gift of listening. Mm -hmm. And that was a true gift that he gave me. It kind of de-armed or, you know, gave the power back to me that losing your vision is not a negative. It just means all the other five senses get, or four senses, I should say, mm -hmm. get amplified. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And, and you didn't, you weren't there yet, obviously, yourself in, in realizing that it took somebody to, to point that out to you, right? Which we take for granted when we have all of our senses. So well, and that's well. I was going to say, and that's why when life is hard, I am. I encourage everybody don't don't just stay inside. Don't say no to every invitation. You know, don't become a hermit. You know, just yes. I, I want you to turn to people and tell them what's going on because somebody could say one phrase to you that just tips the scale takes the glass from being half empty to half full. Mm -hmm. But if you don't turn to those people, you never get that gift. You never get that statement. And that was a big one. I mean, in my uh, seven step formula for creating business relationships that last, which I mentioned at the beginning, um, one of those seven steps is to be a good listener. And you can't be a good listener if all you do is talk. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's interesting because what I have found in life is the greatest gift you can give someone is the opportunity to talk. I, I know we've all been there, right? We talk to a stranger and then they go on and on and on and on. Maybe you're on a plane or something. Yes. Well, that person was thirsty, like, like, like being in a desert, thirsty to talk. Exactly. And you gave them that gift to either vent or just express themselves. And, and so that's really what we shoot for in life is just being heard. I know it's really interesting. I do. I did a actually a solo uh, uh, episode on my podcast about listening, and one of the things I talk about is, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the an anagram for the word listen is silent. Hmm. Did you interesting. know that? I yeah. did not. That's great. Yeah. And and you think about it, and you go, hmm, makes sense, right? And the other piece that you just mentioned about the person on the airplane, I love this when I've um, had a quote in air quotes conversation with somebody and at the end of it, they say, that was so great talking to you. I really enjoyed our conversation. And basically, they just talked about themselves. You never said anything, but they're happy because they got to do that. And that makes me feel good when that happens. Oh, yeah. My friends are notorious for doing that because I'll get together with them in like 45 minutes and they're like, enough about me. What about you? Yeah, yeah, and I just, yeah. I just let them ramble. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Okay. So the, the next piece, which is really, again, a good segue is the elements of living full out, which you have on your website. And um, I don't know if you want to say the five elements, if you know them off by heart, but 
uh, three, five. Yeah. But there's two of them I want to talk to you about. So do you want to say them or do you want me to just say them? You know, I'll, I'll let you just kind of pick out the two that you want. Okay. Everybody can go to livingfullout.com to see them all. But Perfect. what are the two that you want to talk about? Well, the two that come, um, that speak to me because I'm all about relationships and relationship marketing and building relationships um, are community and gratitude community when you live full out you not only rely on your community but you look for people to add to it making your reach in the world grow and I kind of feel like that's what happened between us because you or someone in your organization reached out and was looking to um, build a new community or grow your own community and um, and I responded because I'm always curious and wanted to uh, find out more about you and and so forth and so that's how relationships are, are created. So can you speak to that in your world and how, what you teach people? Yeah, I think community is so critical. And I'm going to give two examples. One's a personal one and one's more of a general one. Let's just say that you have your home, right? Yeah. And you know, you know you can clean your home. You can save money. You can clean it yourself. Do it your way. But by bringing someone else in who that's what they do for a living, when they come in, they clean it, they might go deeper, more thorough, they might see things that you didn't see, and plus, it sets you free to go do other things. Mm -hmm. It's a community. It, it means that you're allowing someone to come into your world and, and relieve some of that to-dos off your plate. Same goes for in my own life personally. Um, my team are my eyes, you know, they, guess, when yeah. I'm watching a movie and I'm sitting next to someone, they, t they might tell me what's going on when words aren't being said, or somebody might read an email to me or describe a picture to me, or, mm -hmm. you know, though it's, it's helpful to have that community to be an extension of who we are, but we can't do everything. I mean, we all the same 24 hours in a day, right? So you need a team, you need a tribe to really get yourself to where you want to go. That it couldn't be more true. What I find about that though, is that it takes time and it takes, it's all about trust, right? It's all about trust. You have to trust the people around you to um to be part of that community and that takes time and that takes building relationship absolutely but but to trust somebody again we talk about gifts and you're going to go right into gratitude next mm -hmm. well trusting someone is a gift to both people because if you if you can't trust people then you kind of cap off a part of who you are. You're not able to be fully embraced in any in a relationship, right? You have to trust. But at the same time, when you say to someone, I trust that you can do this. You don't need to ask me. You don't need to show me. I know right. you'll do it great. Then that person feels like, wow, this person believes in me. And then they're able to go on and have a successful moment. You know, I'm thinking about that in terms of just the example you used about the housekeeping, the house cleaner, whatever, because, you know, that to me is like having, having someone who can clean your house well, and also having someone you to look after your prized possession, like your children, if you, you know, because you need to, to work or whatever, that is like, um, to be able to say, I know, I know that you know it better than I do. You know how to, how to clean this. You do it your way and it'll be perfect. Giving them that, 
with your children is a little bit different, but knowing that people, you know, giving them that sense of, I can trust you is so important for them to do their job well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's okay to let somebody do it a different way yes. because maybe that different way is a better way. You don't know until you try. That's really hard for control freaks like me though. So when I do that, I, I know I'm doing a good thing. So I get it. Okay. Let's talk about gratitude. The moment you create a reason to be grateful and express that gratitude, your mood shifts. You feel connected to others, at peace with how things are right now, and ready to face your life with all its ups and downs. I think that, um, especially in this um, toxic world that we're in right now, um, being grateful for the small things and expressing gratitude is so important. It helps keep us, buoy us above, is that a word? Boy? Yeah, is that how you say it? Buoy us, buoy us above the, the fray. So speak to that a little bit. Absolutely. And again, I'll give kind of a general example and a personal one. Okay. So like a general example of gratitude would be when you go and you're at a networking function, right? It's so easy to talk about the weather and talk about what do you do and all that. But you want to go deeper. You want to have a more meaningful moment of gratitude when you grab their hand. Wow, you have such a warm presence. Or as you talk to them, say, you know what, I'm so grateful that you shared with me your journey to how you become, became whatever they became. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, thank you for so much for giving me that resource. I can tell you're really a giving person. Mm -hmm. You will never go wrong if you get compliments, right? right? And then in my own personal world, I'm, I'm grateful for just even the little things. And again, if I was a fully sighted person, I don't know that I would have these moments. For example, when I go, let's say, to an office building to meet with somebody, I will take my Uber or my Lyft because I don't drive. Mm -hmm. And then when I, I will ask that person, can you walk me into Suite 320? Sure, no problem. They turn off their car. I grab their arm. They walk me to Suite 320. That gives us more time to talk. With that driver, I had much more time to have a moment, to get to know them, to touch them, to say hi, than if I was just in the back of their seat, on my phone, introverted. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and then at the end, I will, as I get to my suite, I will say, thank you so much for walking me up. When they leave, they're feeling really good. Yes. They helped somebody out who needed it, mm -hmm. and they had more of a connection because it can be kind of lonely if you're just driving people all day long. So again, gratitude can come in many different colors. Yes, That's, that is a great story. I, I, I can't help but ask, though, have you ever had anyone say no, they wouldn't or couldn't or whatever? Actually, no. Even the, even the drivers who are who English is not their first yes. language, yes. I will cover my eyes and move my head back and forth that I can't see. And I'll ask in as little language as I can in English, can you walk me? Maybe with my fingers yes. showing yes. walking. Yes. And they're happy to do it. Like the, the thing is, is truly in life, just like how people want to be heard, people also want an opportunity to serve. Yes. And we look for that opportunity. And sometimes we don't get it. And at the end of the day, we feel a little bit deflated because we say, you know, what's my sense of purpose? Like, what did I do today to make a difference? Mm -hmm. By doing something like that, they had a purpose, purposeful moment with me. So I love that story. That's really great. So in your 
business now. Tell me a little bit about how you um, how you operate. Like I know you do a radio show and you actually do some live questions and so forth on your show. Is that where your clients, your coaching clients come from? Where do they come from? Oh, they come from really all over because at Living Full Out, um, we have the radio show and so we get, and it's national, so people catch our show whether it's, you know, live on the radio or whether it's in podcast mode and they'll reach out to us that way. Either they call in during the 800 number when we're live or they email us after the fact or somebody might hear us do a presentation at a corporate event and then they follow us later or they might catch us on social media because we're on six different social medias. So people come from all over. But again, it's kind of like what I said earlier, pain is pain, frustration is frustration. And so we try to write articles that address a problem, but we try to give a solution. When people come in, call into the radio show, I give them a few minutes to ask their question, but then I try to give them a solution. And that's what we do, but I want your audience to realize that in business, that's what we're about, right? The service is a solution to a problem. The product is a solution to a problem. So as long as you become the solution person, you'll never go wrong. So true, isn't it? And, and being able to give the solutions goes back to listening and asking the right questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking, gosh, your website, and I do encourage people to go and look at your website because it is so full of great information. And uh, you did a TV show. I don't think, are you still doing that? You're just focused on the radio show, right? Well, the TV show, we actually are in uh, uh, kind of a pause on um, because that's actually being worked out. We're trying to get that with the network. So that's oh. being elevated, which is a great thing. Yes. But the thing but the thing is, is the radio show is the primary focus. And then, like I said, all the other things we do at Living Full Out. Mm-hmm. And so what other things do you do? I mean, I see well, it all. That, amazing. That is, a, that is a fantastic question. Yeah. So... Again, with social media, for example, like we very rarely talk about ourselves or promote anything at Living Full Out. We're really big on educating, um, inspiring, entertaining. So a lot of times we will find people with inspirational stories and we'll share those. Mm -hmm. And that's just a way to inspire all of you. Or sometimes we get really silly and we throw out, it's National Left-Handed Day. You know, find that person with a left-handed. Yeah, are you left-handed? No, I'm not. I'm oh. not. But what a day to find that left-handed person and celebrate that, right? I'm that person, and, yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So we just do that differently. We mm-hmm. do our blog differently. We're actually coming up shortly in the next month or so. We're launching Living Full Out University. So there's going to be uh, coming up in the next probably beginning of the year. We're going to have all these courses for. Uh, people to take part in communication nice. courses, dating courses. So there's just so much brewing behind the scenes. Well, that's exciting. And I also, uh, again, it, it speaks to you needing an, you know, a tribe to help you. You talk in terms of we, we do this, we do that. This is your show. This is you, but you have a team, right? That, that yeah, you, yeah. You know, the, the thing is, is I, I've never, although I may have started the vision from day one, it was always a we because mm-hmm. my assistant 
my first assistant and I, it was the two of us, we were a we. Then then we got somebody else and the three of us were a we. And now it's grown and grown and grown. And I even say a we are the listeners, right? Because the people who call in and ask questions, they're part of the we because they stand up and be an example for everybody else listening. So I live in a we world, not an I world. Hmm. So true. So, so wonderful. So just um, as we begin the wrap up here, I see also, I want you to share with the, with my audience, there's a uh, free um, offer on your website and I want you to tell people about it and I will put also in the show notes how they can get it, but tell me about Oh, great. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we have found is that people long for balance whether they're trying to get their career where they want it to be or they're dealing with family to-dos or feeling like they're never quite getting to playing that guitar, right, whatever it is. Um, What we try to bring to our listeners and to our community at Living Full Out is balance. So if you go to livingfullout.com, right there on the homepage, it's free. It's 80 tips to bring balance into your life. And every one of these tips addresses the personal, the professional, the health, every aspect of our life. That's awesome. I'm sure it'll be very useful for people. So thank you for that. And um, I, I think I still need to ask you, um, in your business today, and I know it's got many facet, facets to it, what brings you the most joy in what you do? Hands down, What brings me the most joy is watching people grow and succeed. And that is my team members that that are living full out as well as my clients. It's really exciting to see somebody crack the code, right? They're working (laughs) on something behind the scenes at living full out and they're like, I got it. Great. (laughs) Next step, right? Or, or maybe a client, it finally starts to come together or they, they have a winning moment. They're like, Nancy, I did it. And I'm like, great. You know, those are the moments I jump out of bed for. Those are the moments that I fall asleep and dream, you know, who's going to have a success tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And Uh, If you have, so one last thing I'd love you to share with our audience is what's one thing that you would suggest um, or share with us that as a takeaway for them to, um, that you, that you think is, you know, the best business tip ever or the, you know, as you deal more, I think, in personal life coaching than business coaching, is that Am I right there or no? Oh, no, I do. I do both. We do both. At Living Full Out, we do business development and we do uh, life coaching. And so it just kind of depends on the need, but we definitely do both. Okay. What I would say as a final thought, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. Um, every year I pick kind of my mantra word for the year. Okay. And my mantra word for this year was believe. I believe that one day there could still be a cure. I believe that, you know, living full out will achieve all it wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe in things. And I just want to leave your audience with 
the challenge to figure out what is your mantra word? What is one word that you can turn to on those hard days? Example being, one of my clients, his his word was rehab. He wanted to rehab his entire life, his relationships. He wanted to stop drinking. He wanted to rehab his work. Rehab was his word. Another client, it was health. She wanted to stop putting off her health and make it on the front burner. Front, you know, And so health was her word. So I just encourage your people to figure out what is that word, and that way you have something to turn to because not every day is perfect for me. But on those hard days, I can say, Nancy, you believe. Don't forget, you believe. That is my word, and it, and it resonates with my core. So you want to pick that word that you're really passionate about. And all of that leads you to living a life full out. Lovely. That's a great way to end. And I thank you so much for being my guest today. And I will make sure that my audience has all your connections and uh, information in the show notes. So thank you again. And um, we will stay connected. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share out this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.